Hello, welcome back ladies and gentlemen, this is episode number 7 of the podcast. I know it's a miracle, I've done two shows, back to back weeks without missing a week. This is I think probably the first time this has ever happened in in my quote unquote career of doing this. I finally got one out, back to back weeks on the times when I said I would when I'm supposed to, so uh, give myself a little bit of a round of applause for that, not really, but I told you guys I was coming back. I'm going to be back. I'm going to do the best I can to continue to do this every single week and maybe multiple times a week later on down the line, but for now, just once a week. So this is a big step for me. Um, But anyways, we got got a lot of stuff to talk about today, both some political stuff and I also want to touch on a couple other things that uh, I've been thinking about the last couple weeks and some, some stuff that's been going on lately. So I want to touch on that as well. But we're going to start off talking about a little bit of politics and stuff that's been going on just real quick i don't want to get too far into depth into this stuff it's very repetitive everybody talks about it and uh there's only so much i can say without making it repetitive and boring for you know 30 minutes or however long i could choose to go on i could go on about it for as long as i want you know i could go on about about all this stuff all day and bring up all the statistics and numbers and you know different people say this and that and show you what they said on both sides of the argument Uh, but at the end of the day like I just, I don't want to do that, like, I just kind of want to touch on a topic, um, and continue to move on, and and just basically ad-lib it. So the biggest news, you guys already know, this is, uh, this, this happened earlier on in the week, I didn't, uh, I'm recording this on a Sunday, the, the day before this is supposed to come out, so this has kind of been, this has been known for a few days now, but the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, he is resigning due to his sexual assault allegations. You guys already know that. Um, I, I tried to look up and see when that was going to take place. Unless I missed it, I didn't see that. It, I don't think it's going to be uh, immediate, but maybe it is. So if I missed that, I apologize for that. You would, uh, you would think things in New York would improve with him not being the governor anymore, but, uh, you know, we also thought that with California, and now Gavin Newsom is the governor. Well, he's not my governor because I'm not from California, but you guys get the point. Uh, you thought California couldn't get any worse, and then Gavin Newsom uh, came into power. So I guess we'll see what happens with, with the successor uh, to Como. I saw the name on uh, some of the articles up. Her name is Kathy Holchel. I, I might have mispronounced that. If I did, sorry. She was New York's lieutenant governor. Uh, that's kind of how it works. But I don't know anything about her really at all. I'm not from New York either, so like, I really couldn't care less, to be honest. Like, I'm only trying to focus on what's going on in my state because it's not like my state's that much better. I mean, it is to an extent, but at the same time, like, it's not. But. Anyways, I don't know too much about her. I guess we'll see what happens um, once she actually starts to take office. There's like a 14-day um, like gap period, I guess, where she gets to kind of settle in and and set up her her cabinet and stuff how she how she wants and stuff like that, which I guess makes sense. Um, but like with with most things, pretty much everything, only time will tell. So I guess we'll see what happens in New York. Obviously. Um, yeah, only time will tell, and I think it's good that that he's out, though, I, you know, again, I talked about this in the last 
the last podcast episode where at that point it was just kind of allegations and he hadn't really said anything and he, he hadn't resigned at this point. Um, but I talked about the fact and how I believe in the innocent until proven guilty uh, aspect and that although I'm not a fan of his, I, I do support uh, following through with that precedent. Uh, so, uh, you know, if he does prove to be, I guess, I guess obviously he's basically admitting that he is guilty by resigning or else to really like, why would he? Um, if he truly believed that he was innocent, he would just stay in office and, you know, let, let people do, do their jobs and investigating and he would come back clean if he was. So I guess by him, uh, resigning, I guess that's basically him admitting to, to the world that he is guilty in what he's been charged for. So I guess that doesn't matter anymore. That's just kind of the way I see it. Um, because it wouldn't make sense for him to resign if, if he truly knew that he was innocent, you know, but I don't know, man. You know, obviously New York's been one of, if not the state hit the heaviest by COVID-19, which in some ways makes sense because New York city is so compact and so crowded. Like if you've never been to New York city, I've been there twice in my lifetime, New York city. It's a whole different, it's almost like a whole other world there. It's just so compact but yet so big at the same time that it would make sense that a virus would spread more in a place like that rather than some rural area. Like, obviously that makes sense, um, but I think the main issue comes in where his handling of it was just ten times worse than other states. Um, but anyways, there's, there's other stuff we could go into of why I don't, not just COVID related, like, you know, COVID's one part of it, but his, just some of his policies are just absolutely ridiculous, but, you know, I'm not going to try and get too repetitive, but we'll see what happens with this new, I mean, she was the lieutenant governor, but now she's going to be the governor now, um, we'll see kind of how she does, I don't know, that, um, at the end of the day, like, you would hope for the the people of New York's sake that it doesn't get any worse. Um, that's kind of all I want to talk about. That you know, it, it just it just gets so repetitive, and I don't want to get into it too much. But um, I do want to talk about this. The, this this just happened today. So as I mentioned before, I'm recording this on Sunday. Uh, this has kind of been going on more recently. But the Taliban took over the capital of Afghanistan, Kubal, or K-U-B-A-L, I believe that's how it's spelled. Uh, I'm not sure if it's, like, kind of pronounced a different way. Um, but they took over. Uh, Biden's been kind of removing troops and uh, from the area. Here, here's the thing about the Middle East. I've never really been a huge fan of military intervention in that area just because, like, I truly do believe in the precedent of America first and if you look at some of the issues that we have at home, like in the United States domestically, we have not come any closer to fixing some of the major issues in this country, like especially with how reverse some of some things have gone under the Biden administration. It's only been what like seven months. <laughs> we still got basically three and a half more years of this, so. 
uh, immigration's out of control. Um, we, the moral of the story here that I'm trying to say is we don't have, we don't have a lot of issues in the United States under control, and I feel like it's making it that much harder to try and police other people half a world away when within our own borders there's still a lot of issues. Here's an analogy to kind of explain what I'm what I'm trying to get at here, and I, I love this because this has almost become my the, my way of thinking in life lately. Is imagine that the United States is you yourself, and then every other country in the world is another person or or someone else. Like th- that would make sense um, if you don't look after yourself and take care of yourself, in this case yourself being the United States, United States people, this is from Biden or any other elected official's perspective, if you don't look after yourself and better yourself, it makes it so much more difficult for you to try and look after for and take care of other people and other people's needs, in this case other people literally being other people in the Middle East, and any other country for that matter. If you don't have your life or your country in a good spot, and I'm not saying America's in a bad spot, but we definitely have our issues. Like, if people don't admit that, like, they're just lying to themselves. It's it's as simple as that. If you're not willing to fix yourself first and to correct your issues first, You're not going to be able to effectively help out someone else. And I feel like that applies to everything, including this situation with American involvement in the Middle East. Think about how much money over the past 20 years since 9-11 we have put into our military and into wars and intervention in the Middle East. We've been for 20 years... And now look what happened. The Taliban took over the capital. Like it, it, it's almost like not almost. Like it basically, it it just does not end. I I don't. You know, obviously I can see both sides to the argument. There's always a gray area. There's not always black and white. There's always a gray area in pretty much literally everything. Um, you know, people argue. Oh, we can't let. The Taliban, ISIS, other other groups like that. We can't let them just take over and impose their will on anyone that they please. And I, I get that, but eventually we got to ask ourselves, is this worth it for our country, our uh, men and women in the military that are over there? Uh, is this worth it? For them, is this worth it in terms of our money, in terms of, again, I think most importantly here would be uh, the men and women in the service. Is this, is this worth it for them? And, you know, I know people my age that are in uh, military, they enlisted, or some of them are, are you know, really young officers. Um, and I think if you were to ask them... Is it worth it for the United States to be in the Middle East for 20 years and still nothing happens, nothing really productive gets done in fighting this force? Is it worth it 
I would argue, you know, I can't say for sure because I haven't asked them, but I would I I would argue that definitely more than half would say it's not worth it. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. But just based on their personality and what I know from them, some of them are, are really good friends. So I I know them, and I know kind of their opinions on it. A lot of them would say that 20 years, it's just not worth it in the end. Now, I will say, I do think part of the issue here is Biden has done absolutely nothing to push back at all on what's going on. Uh, I th- one of the things I loved about what Trump did is he was very upfront, and uh, he let leaders of you know ISIS and he was very vocal about consequences of actions in the Middle East and that and that really kind of basically ISIS was nothing. Um, it was a very good time, very low key time in the Middle East. It seemed like you know obviously I'm not there I, you know. They they always have um, issues in and around that region in certain different areas, but it was definitely not as intense or as deadly as times in the past. Um, and Biden has not continued with that kind of I wouldn't say aggression, but um, abrasiveness. I'm trying to think of the right word here to explain kind of what I'm trying to say, but anyways, he hasn't, he hasn't made them fear the United States, basically, is what I'm trying to say. He hasn't made them question their actions. They just do whatever they want because they know he won't do anything, and, you know, the Middle East is a very tough situation because I feel like with, with the situation going on over there, we got to we got to pick a side. Um, we can't flip-flop when presidents go in and out. We can't flip-flop between, okay, we're going to be, you know, aggressive and, uh, you know, kind of lay down the law a little bit and let them know what the consequences would be for your actions. And then you get a new president in office and then you don't really do anything about it. So they go back to doing whatever they want. And then we go back, you know, we keep going back and forth and nothing really gets accomplished one way or another. It's like we keep staying there for 20 years and nothing happens. I feel like that's the big issue. Uh, so we need to pick. Are we going to get completely involved in the Middle East and, and try and do the same thing we did back in the Bush administration, back when 9-11 was fresh in our minds and still we haven't defeated terrorists in the region? Or are we just going to completely let things go and just let the Middle East basically patrol itself and have zero contact or intervention with that region and I think as a country we need to make that decision Um, and it's a tough one to make because there are valid arguments on both sides I think but I think at the end of the day we gotta we gotta look at ourselves and understand that we have issues with our people and our country that haven't been resolved that have been put off for so long that are fixable. Um, maybe not overnight, but are fixable. And we got to ask ourselves, what's what's more important to us as a country? 
anyways, I was kind of all over the place with that, but that's okay, like, that's kind of what I want to do, I want to be all over the place, I want to, I want to basically just spew out whatever comes to mind, um, but that was something, that was one of the big news events from this week, is the Afghan capital did fall, their, their president, I forgot his name, um, I'd have to go back and look at it, but he fled, uh, he fled the capital, I believe it was earlier this morning, uh, today, Sunday, so, um, that's the big news, you know, obviously COVID's still going on, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about that on this episode, um, I've already kind of, I talked about that last week, and it's just the same things, like, people arguing on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter all the time, like, uh, I just, I get tired of it eventually, <laughs> and just want to live life, so, um, we're gonna move on, I've been a little bit under the weather the past couple of days, um, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, maybe a little bit, like, I've been trying to drink more water, I think Thursday was when I really started to feel it coming on, um, it's nothing too bad, like, you can probably tell in my voice a little bit, it's a little bit scratchy, but it's not like, it's not like super bad to where, like, you can really tell, I mean, I can just tell hearing me talk that it is a little bit, like, scratching, I literally just took a drink of water, so, that's going on, I do have a little bit of, like, a cough, um, just been, like, tired, uh, a little bit, it, it hasn't been, like, super bad to where I'm, like, in bed all day, but, uh, <clears throat> just a little tired, and, uh, let's see what else has been going on, I mean, runny nose a little bit, but nothing too bad, um, that's really about it, like, it really hasn't been that bad, I, and I'm not, I didn't get tested for COVID, because it's not bad enough, like, I just, I don't feel the point of getting tested for it, if it's not, like, really bad, to where, like, I'm stuck in bed all day, and just hate life, I'm not at that point, and I feel like, at this point, it's been, like, three, four days since this has been a, a thing, and it really hadn't gotten any worse, so I'm like, well, I'll just wait it out. I really, I actually do hope it is COVID, just so, like, that's even proof that this lockdown stuff is pointless, because it's basically just, like, a cold. So, I don't know if it is COVID or not. Like I said, I haven't got tested for it, but I I hope it is, just, just for even more proof that, like, I think it's funny, like, when you see people on, uh, I see people on Instagram, like, people that I follow on, uh, like, my personal account, like, people that I went to high school with or whatever, they'll put up posts on their, uh, like, on their, on their Instagram story about, like, uh, something from, like, a feminist account or something, talking about the COVID, about COVID, and, like, the people in the comments, um, will, like, like, the caption will be, like, they'll talk about, like, how people who don't want the vaccine or don't want masks or, or selfish or whatever, and then, um, they'll, they'll say, like, well, they don't want to wear a mask, and they don't want to get the vaccine, and whatever, so, uh, what do they want to do, and then, like, people in the comments will be, like, they want to die, it's, like, you know that, like, 99.99997% of the entire population that gets COVID survives, it's, like, what? It's, like, the, the, the possibility of dying from COVID-19 is statistically, statistically insignificant. Um, obviously, I know there are people that die from it, but 
99.97% you immediately jump to the conclusion that if you get COVID, you're going to die. It's like, I think it's funny. It's actually kind of funny that they're like, oh, you're going to die from this. It's like, dude, <laughs> no, I'm not. Especially if what I have right now is COVID. Like, oh, it, it's kind of funny, actually, that they just immediately think that. But uh, anyways, yeah, I, I, I don't know how accurate the tests are either. Like, that's another thing. Um, back in, when was it? Probably September. It was almost a year ago. It was last year. Uh, I was, uh, well, I was in contact with somebody who got a COVID test and they tested positive for COVID, but they didn't have any symptoms. So they're, I guess they're asymptomatic. Like, I don't even know if the test works, but apparently they're, they were, they tested positive for it, but had no, um, they had no symptoms and at that exact same time when this guy that i know got tested for it and he tested positive for it, i was sick not like sick sick but you know it's kind of similar to what i have now uh cough you know basically just like a cold um and since i was like in contact with him like we were in the same car and like we were hanging out and stuff like all the days before he got tested so i was like okay, there's probably a pretty good chance, like, considering I kind of have, like, a cold or something, uh, there's probably a good chance that I have it, so I, I, I actually did at that time go and get tested for it, and the test came back, and it was negative, so I didn't, apparently I didn't have it, but I was sick, and I was in contact with this guy who supposedly tested positive for it, um, so that, it literally doesn't make sense to me, like, we, we weren't in the same bed or anything, like, don't get, don't get it wrong, but we were, like, we were in a car together, and, like, I don't remember exactly what we were doing, but, like, we were, we were hanging out, and, like, we were, we were, like, we were basically, like, we are in the same car together, like, we were in contact, so, and I didn't test positive for it, and I had some type of cold or something, so, that's another thing, I don't know how, how accurate or reliable those tests are, like, it's hard to say, but anyways, yeah, that's been going on, you guys probably can tell, so, I hope I have it, just so that, like, it just makes it even more funny when I read the, the comments on Instagram and Twitter that, like, you're gonna die if you get it and you're unvaccinated, it's like, okay, um, <laughs> this is kind of what, uh, this is the last thing I want to get into today in this episode, I feel like this is getting kind of long, I don't know, it's hard to tell, um, because, like, I've split it up a couple times, uh, going back and forth between articles and stuff, but I want to talk about the importance of taking responsibility for your actions. Now, hear me out. I want you guys to think for a second, how many politicians, how many politicians in this country take responsibility for what they say, what they do, their actions? How many of them take responsibility for those things? none that I can think of. They all either blame issues that are definitely in part, at least in part, their fault. They either blame it on other people or they just ignore it and let it go and act like it didn't ever happen. It's like, well, you can't do that. Especially if you're an elected official in very high government position in this country when there's problems can't just let things go and act like they didn't happen um, but that's exactly what they do they don't take 
responsibility for their actions. I also want you guys to consider this for a second. How many successful people in this world? Now, success is a relative term, and what you define as success may be different from me or from someone else. Um, But how many successful people in this world do you guys think made it to where they are in their life or career by blaming things that they did on other people I would argue probably none you can get away with it a few times you know by blaming stuff on other people ignoring it doing whatever you got to do you can get away with it a few times but eventually it will catch up to you Um, so what I want you guys to take away from this is I want you to accept responsibility for your actions whether they were right or wrong in the moment accept responsibility for that because it will help you later on down the line it's okay to be wrong it's okay to to not know something but what really matters is that you learn from that you learn why you were wrong or what went wrong And then learn from that. Take what you can from that experience that you need to be better the next time a certain situation or circumstance comes around a a next time. How you adapt to something is more important than the fact that you are wrong. Because we're all wrong. We all make mistakes. We're all human. It's like... If people expect you to be perfect and know everything, they're not being uh, they're they're not being realistic. It's like why would they expect you to be perfect if they're not perfect themselves? Why would they expect you to know everything? I know for a fact they don't know everything themselves because no one knows everything. But what really matters at the end of the day is not that you don't know, but it's that you understand that you don't know. And use that to your advantage to be better in later situations. Hopefully that made sense. I don't. I don't know. I just kind of went off of whatever came off in my head at that time. But I wanted to talk about that a little bit. So I think it's important. Politicians don't take responsibility for their actions, and eventually, we don't do a good job of this. You know, I guess the only way to do it is to vote them out. I guess, but. We need to find a way to hold politicians accountable for when they lie to us or uh, blame issues that are directly their fault on other people. We need to find a way to hold politicians and people in power responsible for when they do things like that because it's not okay to do that repeatedly, especially when you're in a high authoritative position like a lot of these people are. They're, they're they're the ones that do it the most. They lie and blame it on other people. Like when you when you th- who you know when you when you think about it and you ask someone who who lies and blames their problems on other people more than anyone else, like one of the first types of people you think of is politicians and that's not that's not at all the way it should be, but unfortunately that is how it is, but uh yeah, I'm going to wrap it up here. I told you guys last week 
on on the on the last episode of the podcast that I was going to put up a question poll on my Instagram and read off those questions on the on the next show which is this one uh some questions you guys asked me and of course I forgot and as soon as I remembered it was time for me to start recording and like at that point it wouldn't have been able to get enough questions in that I would have liked um I, I want to do it at least like a day in advance but I, of course I forgot so we're gonna have to put that on hold till next week watch I bet you I forget again but hopefully not hopefully I remember because I used to do the question thing uh, back before when I did this show a little bit and I, I like doing the questions and hearing from you guys and seeing some of the stuff that you guys asked me so hopefully I don't forget next week but I'm gonna wrap this up here um, if you have any topics or anything you guys want me to talk about, obviously there will be stuff that goes on this week with more news regarding the Middle East and probably Como and COVID and all the same shit that goes on. But um, we'll, we'll have new topics for next week. But if you guys want to hear any any other stuff, like you guys can either DM me or I, I, that's probably the best way because if you comment something on a post, I might not see it. If you DM me, I'm more likely to see it, believe it or not. Um... Uh, some of you guys have, like, DM'd me on Instagram and stuff about, uh, like, listening to the show and stuff. I appreciate you guys. You guys know who you are. Like, there's some of you on here that, that do that. So I appreciate you. I'm going to wrap this up. I'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great weekend, week, work week, whatever you do. Uh, enjoy it. Take it easy. Enjoy the time with your family. And, uh, yeah. That's it. Peace out.